Melbourne City and Man City are the two big talking points on the splash today, plus some AFL trade period update straight off the top. It is Monday, the 16th of October. Yeah, football dominates the Fox Sports homepage today on the website. I'm Phil Pryor. Welcome into the splash, uh, and that's why we have... Fox Football Editorial Lead Dave Weiner in the podcast bunker today. But just before we introduce him, AFL trade period. Uh, the second week is back underway. We have some confirmed news. Uh, Gold Coast defender Adam Saad, his request to become an Essendon Bomber has been accepted uh, and the Bombers will return to the Gold Coast Suns of Future Second rounder to uh, confirm that trade, the first of week two. Uh, so, you know, if the Bombers were to finish similar to last year, say they finish seventh again, pick 25, uh, heads back to the Suns. For Adam Saad uh, in today's uh, first and official trade, but there's a few other bits and pieces floating around as well. Lockie Weller, uh, the Fremantle midfielder, he has requested a trade back to the Gold Coast. So the Gold Coast might actually gain a play here, but Fremantle, um, they they plan on playing hardball. Weller wants to return back home. He moved to Queensland as a teenager um, and he wants to move closer back there. And if a deal was to get done between those two, it potentially opens up the door for a Nathan Wilson trade to Fremantle to also take place, uh, the GWS defender. So... A few cards to fall there um, if Lockie Weller can uh, can find his way back to the Suns through a deal uh, with Fremantle. And the other one that we're sort of waiting on now, and, and I'll recommend everyone to head to the Fox Sports uh, website for the trade blog and the trade live updates piece, um, because Jack Watts, it looks like he could be heading to port. No, nothing's confirmed at this stage, of course, but Port Adelaide, the, uh, the club that have already... Uh, through uh, the trade period um, and through free agency have uh, grabbed Tom Rockliffe from Brisbane and Stephen Motlop from Geelong. They might end up with uh, with discarded Melbourne forward Jack Watts as well. Um, and it sounds like the asking price that the D's are after is somewhere uh, in at the cost of an early second rounder. So, uh, yeah, so stay tuned for all that content. But first, I thought we'd bring the uh, Fox Football editorial lead into the Fox Sports podcast bunker to wrap up what was a, a big weekend in, in football. It's all football-focused now, isn't it, Dave? Oh, it's always football-focused, particularly now. Yeah. Particularly now for everyone. <laughs> no, it's been a busy weekend. Uh, to be honest with you, the, a busy weekend at the end of a very, very intense week on and off the field in the world of football here and abroad. Oh, yeah, big time. Biggest week on, on for Fox Sports football content? Not the biggest week, but I do have to say, uh, Wednesday, with the culmination of CONCACAF qualifiers, which had obviously big implications for us, yep. South American qualifiers, which had big impl- big interest big factor because in of implications yeah because of uh, you know the, the prospect of Lionel Messi not making it through to the World Cup which they did in between that the Ange bombshell dropped mm. that was actually anecdotally I think the biggest day uh, in mm. terms of traffic I've ever covered on Fox Sports <laughs> which says something given we, we, we have some pretty big numbers at times look let's start with um, yeah with the major competitions uh, the A-League and the Premier League and uh, if you sort of 
look across both. It's it's city and city on top of uh, the respective ladders. It is. In, it's a it's a very interesting parallel because the two teams couldn't be more starkly different or at different points of their development at the moment. Um, if we start with the Premier League, um, Manchester City are just irresistible. A joy yep. to watch. Highlights galore. Um, Seven two absolutely against on Stoke. the weekend and. There's a real chance they could be the first team to notch up double digits in a game of Premier League football. Nine is the is the record at the moment. Wow! And you just you just wonder how they're going to get stopped. Are they going to be the biggest impediment to going on and romping to the title? Will a team like Manchester United with Mourinho come up with a master plan to shut them down? You just get the feeling these games against the middle to lower tier clubs are just going to become exhibition games because if as I said, the only thing that I think can stop them is motivation because mm. they have plan B, they have plan C, they have plan D. And at the moment, Sergio Aguero is not even fit enough to play. Um, yeah, there's obviously are. talk of Alexis Sanchez going there in January, which just frightens the bejesus out of me because they don't need to strengthen in the attacking mm. third. Kevin De Bruyne is on another level to almost any other player in the competition. Wow. Um, he's ably supported by a cast of thousands and... and the, the thing that stood out for me in that game was Fernandinho, who is their nominally meant to be their most conservative player to complement the, the riches he's got around them. And he can score from distance. That goal. But yeah, the point is, I know he can score from distance, but in this upper game, you'd think there's enough to worry about. And when poor old Stoke have finished marking every other attacking player on the, on the park, this guy comes along and pops one in from 25, 30 metres. And that was a cracker. It was a great goal and just says so much about what they do. So It's October and uh, betting agencies have them at $1.40 <laughs> to win the league. Look, because at the moment they've made every statement they need to. They've shown that the Guardiola project is heading completely in the right direction. There is no evidence from anyone else, and we'll touch on that in a second, I, I assume, um, to suggest that uh, anyone is at their level. Yeah. So... Just a, a brilliant start to the season. Uh, it's obviously very difficult to watch a lot of Premier League for the general punter in Australia at the moment. But, you know, we're lucky here we can watch a fair bit of it and, and our, our, our job allows us to focus on it. And, and I must say, City, uh, if you can watch them, particularly against these types of games, it's just sheer entertainment. A nice little tease you dropped in in the middle of that little chat there. Um, moving to Manchester United and Liverpool, who played off it at uh, Anfield uh, and... Jose Mourinho stretch, stretches a streak to 10 games uh, without a win on the road. Uh, and as you put it in one of your stories on the Fox Sports website this morning, an absolute snore fest. <laughs> a, a snore draw. It, it, it was. And, uh, I mean, how does a point... Zero, zero. Just to clarify, that's against big six clubs, uh, yep, top 10. Yep, yep. Uh, 10 losses, um, uh, 10 games without a win for him across his time at Chelsea and United. Yep, my apologies. I just... Like we look forward to these games. These games are marquee games. They're box office moments yeah. in global sport, and it is Mourinho's want. It is it is his absolute right to go there and make sure that Manchester United get a point. Yeah. I, I understand yeah. that. I'm a Chelsea supporter. We won yeah. the league off the back of him making sure Chelsea did not lose the big games yeah. and played flat track bullies in the other big games. So yeah. I understand it. But you go there watching this game as a neutral. Uh, there will have been United and Liverpool supporters across the globe who who would have had big social occasions for it as well. Yeah, and yeah. he just... It had that perfect uh, Australian time slot as it, well, didn't it? 10.30 as well. It did, yeah. yeah. Um, at lunchtime over there in England. And he just took the stuffing out of it. And the thing that I don't understand is his team is good enough 
not to have to do that. Yeah. And Liverpool was vulnerable enough that he didn't have to worry, even if he took a smidgen more percentage of a risk against uh, against them. I don't think it would have cost them the game. So yeah. we're all left with the snore fest. Um, look, I do think Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp were also more conservative than they usually are. Yeah. But the the uh, culmination of that was the nil all. Obviously, David de Gea made a wonderful save to keep it at that off uh, Joel Matip. But I love the contrast in that after that game where Mourinho is going to Anfield to try and make sure he's picking up points and accumulating as he goes. I love that a couple of hours later, Manchester City went and <laughs> scored seven and showed yeah. the way to play. Again, Mourinho may prove everyone right. I understand that. Guardiola may go and they may slip up from being too cavalier or Mourinho may go in the Manchester derbies, pick up points in both those games and they may be the difference. So yeah. it's very virtuous of us to sit here and say uh, that he should be going there and doing more. Yeah. But you have to say, as a watcher and lover of football, it just is such a disappointment whenever that happens. Yeah, it made uh, City's win even more emphatic, that's for sure. Now, Dave, I'll give you a choice uh, on the splash. Today, we can either move uh, to the A-League now or, or, or if there were any um, any other sort of, you know, uh, takeaways from the Premier League that you would like to make mention of, go right ahead. Oh, look, I'll, ma- I'll make it very briefly and uh, we've got plenty of... Uh, summary material on the website for you to take into if you want more depth. The, th- the thing that shocked me as a Chelsea supporter was Crystal Palace beating the champions. You've got to remember that seven rounds into the season, Crystal Palace hadn't scored a goal, mm. let alone picked up a point, and they've gone and beaten Chelsea. Uh, so some serious concerns for Antonio Conte, the Chelsea yep. boss, given that the likes of N'Golo Conte and Alvaro Morata, who are absent, were not replaced. So big question marks about how whether that was a mental or a more tactical problem that we'll uh, need solving over the coming weeks. But no, we need to touch on the A-League because round two has just gone down and um, a few, you know, it's only early impression stage. But I love what you said about the the City clubs because Mm. the Melbourne incarnation of them is also setting the pace here, but in a very different way. And what they've done, Warren Joyce, ironically a former Manchester United coaching staffer, He's solidified them, a club that has mm. been as weak, probably mentally or in terms of key moments over the last few years. They look hard to break down and beat. Yeah. And they look like um, in big matches, they're going to be very well organized and put that defensive uh, resolve first in their mm. priorities. And it just so happened against victory, they were good enough to take a couple of chances on the sucker punch to win a Melbourne derby. Yeah. So. They came into the season with a lot of question marks because of what we saw at FA Cup. And within a couple of weeks, that talk is gone. There's some players still to come into the side. Uh, their marquee, Marcus Budzinski, um, scored a brilliant goal off the bench. Still short of match fitness, but showed a bit of what he can do. So uh, a stark contrast to their parent or sister club or whatever they call it in Manchester. Um, but they're the ones who look the most solid so far to start the A-League season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you've got a a winners and losers uh, piece up on the website. Uh, you've also, uh, also uh, for all the listeners out there, uh, jump on uh, on online uh, to check out every goal from the Premier League, all the highlights from the A League as well. Um, but yeah, d- throwing to a couple um, of other bits of content, which 
are on the website. Winners and losers. This is back to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what 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 should you highlight in uh, in there? Look, they're the main uh, elements that I touched on before. The other one that's great from our perspective, of course, is Matty Ryan, the Aussie goalkeeper, who you know he's a young guy trying to make his way into the Premier League. It's not easy as a goalkeeper, and uh, his confidence is growing and growing. And uh, Wayne Rooney did slot a penalty past him for Everton, but how good to see him stand up tall in the 94th minute and save a, a double save off Kevin Rowless to earn make sure his side left with a point against the big spending uh, toffees that's fantastic to see yep. on the flip side in terms of the losers their boss Ronald Koeman is under a lot of pressure but there's plenty of analysis uh, out and about of course on Arsenal succumbing again meekly uh, I love what Troy Dean he said from Watford how well can I say you know cojones Oh, so I suppose I can say that's what he said. Uh, Arsenal lack that and he can sense that. It's great to see a player saying what we all think and actually Good translate save. Yeah and translate what we um what we are observing from yep. on the other side of the world and, and punditry in England and, and actually yeah. getting that insight from a player saying, Yeah, yeah that's absolutely right. I knew Arsenal were feeling it and I, I went on and cashed in on it. Alrighty, our chat's 10 minutes deep now, Davo. So, so uh, one more thing to, to throw at you. Why Liverpool passed on Ronaldo to sign Kuehl? That's the headline. Uh, give us a bit of a... G- give our listeners a reason to go and check out this story on the website. Yeah, we love these types of stories. I, I actually love it when uh, former managers give a really good, relaxed sit-down interview, whether it be a local paper or on, on the after-dinner circuit. And from and there, you sort of got, look back on it and laugh yeah, about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and you get stories regaled from years gone by. This one was Gerard Houllier from Liverpool yep. um, talking about his time there. Look, what it basically came down to was dollars and cents was that Ronaldo was a teenager probably knew where his trajectory was going and and uh, Harry Kuehl was a was a, a cheaper version the thing for me which stands out whenever you hear anything about Harry who's now uh, embarking on a managerial career over in England and is you know along with Cahill Viduka our true talisman over there um, is that Kuehl was identified and was really on that pathway to be an alternative to Ronaldo the the, the, yeah. the, the, the comment is that Julia thought that he could have guided them onto great things and it just reminds you at the space he was in when he moved there from Leeds United um, yeah, before wow. you know injury ruined or, or curtailed what a career that really could have been anything so yeah, yeah. yeah great little read uh, yeah. always good to look back at those days and always interesting sliding doors you know what could have happened if Ronaldo had gone there or if Kuehl's career had kicked on as we all wished it had Speaking of superstars, you are one of them here at Fox Sports. So thank you very much for joining the Splash, Dave. Absolutely not, but absolutely a pleasure to be back. (laughs) Now, the Fox Football Podcast team were in here in the bunker earlier today uh, to round up what was a big weekend in football, as uh, as you're probably now aware, following that chat with Dave. So, you know, the boys, Adam Peacock, Simon Hill, Daniel Garb, they offer all their takes and much more on the Fox Football Podcast uh, search for that uh, production on iTunes as well. Uh, definitely worth subscribing to that. An absolute A-team of, uh, of podcasting hosts there. Uh, and they provide their, uh, their weekend wrap podcast every Monday uh, as part of the Fox Sports Podcast suite. Uh, but that's all for today on The Splash. Uh, and I thank you all very much. Uh, for listening uh, and for subscribing. But until next time, until tomorrow, on this Monday, that is a wrap.